We haven't even set the clocks ahead, Daniel. Just because you're riding the high of the Atlanta Braves winning in the World Series does not mean that you get to skip Thanksgiving like this. It was it was between the Tomahawk Chop and mm-hmm. Michael Bublé. And I, after, after October 31st, all bets are <laughs> off. It's November 3rd. I'm mm-hmm. all in. I, I started a little too early tonight, so I apologize in advance. I don't think you started a little too early. I think you started a little too early yesterday, and you just kind of let it kept oh, writing. It was bad. I, God bless the Braves. I hope they sign Freddie Freeman. I swear to God, if he's a Cub or a Yankees, I'm not going to be a fucking – life will be oh, – it won't be good for me. But I have an Albies jersey. I have an Acuna jersey. I have a Soroka jersey. My life is great. For those who can't guess it, Dan is a big Atlanta Brave fan. Diehard so. Braves fan. You are very excited after them winning the World Series. Congrats. Thank you. I appreciate that. Should I like bane on a trash can if I like have a good joke coming up? Would that like help you? <laughs> it might set it up for for some uh some very poetic justice, yes. But I won't respect that you there was a whistling this year with it. It was it was bad. Fuck the Astros. If you cheat for them, you're a fucking cockbag. But let's let's I know we got some, season, man. I think we have some Texan people in this league hopefully adam hopefully he's not a he adam, adam doesn't strike me as an astros fan no he he's more of a rangers fan i'll give him that but if he's an astros fan he can go fuck himself well then <laughs> how did he do to you too dad yes thank you i like i said of it i forgot we were doing the podcast tonight i started at 7 p.m it's now 9 50 um I watched Survivor. I went back into the challenge, and I apologize for anything that's about to come. Um, no, I think so. We took the well, my fault. We took the week off last week, but we're back, and we need to give the people what they want, which is Content. you know give the give the three people what they want. Um, so a lot to, to cover. I mean, you know, this week we have a lot of interesting player news, and unfortunately. Not, not any yeah. of it is good at all. Oh, uh, we got a few man. trades. We got a few trades to cover. Um, and we're going to talk a little bit about the Avengers division and just how that's shaping up in terms of the playoffs. And then, of course, we'll finish up with the matchups. So, Dan, let's start with the player news. Let's start. And, you know, a lot of different ways we can go. But let's just, you know, let's just do it for Kevin. Derrick Henry. Oh, yeah, it's. It doesn't. It seems like he's going to come back, but for fantasy purposes, I don't think he's going to be coming back anytime to do anything this season. Um, what is just kind of your initial reaction for Henry, and also the impact that it has on Kevin's team? The pain. I think I'm going to start with the pain, and that's you know you really don't feel good about watching arguably the best player in fantasy go down. He had a week over forty. He had a week over. Sorry, I have it pulled up next to me. Did he have a week over forty? No, yes. Okay. Yeah, he did. Yes. Did. Yep. Okay. You don't feel good. That's. Oh. I mean, King Henry goes to R.I.P. King Henry. Ah oh, man, it's 
McCaffrey could have been arguably the best player in fantasy starting the week, but mm-hmm. if you were arguing him two, three weeks in, you were a fucking idiot. King Henry was the best player in the entire league. This kills. This is a, oh, like as much as I thumped Kevin mm-hmm. all year, it was yeah. bound to happen. It was bound to happen. Yeah, I mean, we and the you know, I, I don't believe in jinxes or anything like that, but we have kind of implied just Kevin's running backs, you know, there are that's the chink in his armor. You know, he was relying on Derrick Henry to stay healthy, and if he didn't, Aaron Jones has been inconsistent. And after that, there really isn't a lot of great pieces. Um, so if there was ever an injury there, we thought that there could be problems. And, you know, unfortunately, here it is. You know, Derrick Henry, you know, Mr. Iron Man, you know, indestructible is probably not going to be back till maybe the fantasy playoffs. Yeah, probably playoffs, not at yes. all. And um, I mean, for Kevin, like we'll talk a little bit about a trade that he made, but what kind of like does this you've been pumping him up all year? I mean, does this take him down a notch? Like, is he the overwhelming favorite still or, you know, does this kind of is, is there some light at the end of the tunnel for a few teams now? There, there's light, and it pains me to say it. I mean, I secretly between you and me, I said, "Hey, like it's not going to last between me yeah. and Kevin. It like it's just what it's going to be." Yep. And but I, but this is not how I envisioned it. With the injury, the, the downside, I figured Daniel yeah. would be. Oh, this just hurts. This hurts for a guy that's worked so hard to do so much. He he was the best player in fantasy football. Period. Yeah. If you, if you argue against me, you're a fucking idiot. He was the best player in fantasy football, and this this sucks for Kevin. It, this is rough. Yeah. No, it is. And, I mean, it's – you know, what can you say? It, it does suck. It sucks just as a fan of the game because he's a fun player to oh, watch so perform. Fun, yes. And, you know, it's – it's I don't know. It, it's, it's, it's it sucks. It really and is. And yes. I do think, you know, for Kevin's team – he definitely takes a hit. Um, I, you know, was on record. I didn't think he, if you told me Kevin or the field, I would take the field. And I mean, obviously I think after this injury, it just goes to show you how much, you know, fantasy football can just be luck and not saying that Kevin season's over by any, by any nope. means, Yep. Correct. but it's, it's going to be that much harder. Like winning without Derrick Henry. I mean, I, 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 I don't know. It, and especially, I mean, Stefan's team, you know, we, we haven't really talked about him a lot, but he's he's been a freaking, you know, just one man wrecking crew, like just destroying everyone in sight. And, you know, yeah, up until this point, I mean, he's been better than Kevin, frankly, and which is kind of impressive. You know, he's obviously been carried by Cooper Cup and Debo Samuel. You know, he's got the running backs, he's got the quarterbacks. He doesn't even really have tight ends, but he's still just dominating. It's, I think right now, However you viewed Kevin four weeks ago, I think it's how Stefan is. Like, he's just head and shoulders above everyone else right now. I agree. It's it's hard to argue that. Uh, the, the QB play has been exceptional. Mix mm-hmm. and the hairs have been everything. But you're right. I've balled out on a Cooper Cup with yeah. everything that is there. He had another touch on this last week. MVP it's, to V. Uh, it's MVP to V, you're right. And I'll <laughs> I'll sit on that train. But Debo Sam is the only player in that 49ers offense you can trust. Yeah. DeAngie Johnson had a really good week last week. Um, all pieces are playing together for Stefan right now. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, hopefully Stefan or anyone else doesn't have to deal with this injury bug. But yeah, correct. unfortunately, it's probably going to happen. It's always Kevin. It's a it's physical sport. Kevin. 
<laughs> if your last name is Ruth, you are a fantasy reaper. Well, let's keep it going. Let's talk about our next player. And, you know, this this is an injury. You know, we got to call it like it is. I mean, yep. Calvin Ridley, um, you know, on Sunday morning, or I think it was actually right shortly after the game started, we got like kind of his message that he's stepping away from the game, you know, focus on his mental health. And that's all we know. There's no if if someone tells you what they think is going to happen, they're a liar. You know, this is kind of uncharted territories. We've seen athletes in other sports. You know, Simone Biles is kind of the biggest example of that, you know, in the Olympics. We've seen, you know, athletes have to, you know, step back. And I, you know, let's just kind of start there, like ignoring the fantasy element of it. Like, I mean, what are your thoughts when you hear just someone just completely step back and say it's because of mental, you know, health and stuff like that? Your happiness in life is all that matters. I, I, I will preach that to the end of the world. If you're not happy in life, you're not doing what makes you happy. You're not doing the right thing. And guys like Hayden, Hur- Hayden Hurst is a huge piece to that. Yeah. Simone Biles, you, you hit that right on the head. These people, it's so much more than just sports. And I love that. From a fantasy from a fantasy perspective, oh Jesus Christ! I'm sorry. Oh, like, yeah, oh yeah, we're, perspective I've, just became seven syllables. <laughs> I yeah, started at seven a.m. We're gonna go with it though. I give Calvin Ridley the utmost respect. This is Same. the way you live your life is more important than anything else in the world. My money, your money, anything else. Hundred percent, you're all good to go. Michael Carter though has been absolutely delicious from a. Well, We'll, we'll get there. We're not quite at that point. Okay, we're not. Okay, go ahead. Then. We're not quite yes. there. Okay, but I mean, as, as, but with Ridley, I 100% agree with you. I think it's, you know, it's great um, that I think, you know, unfortunately, we just live in a world, you know, whether we like to admit it or not, like our, you know, the stigmas and stuff like that, as much as we want them, like, torn down, it's really takes, you know, something like a high prominent individual, an athlete, a celebrity, you know, a politician, you know, heaven forbid they do something useful. It takes, you know, some someone like that to do something and bring it to the forefront. And, you know, mental illness, I'm glad, you know, we've, it's been a priority. And, you know, with Ridley, I give him a lot of props. Um, you know, we got to shift gears because, you know, we're playing fantasy football, we're playing dynasty, you know, it's all just guessing. You know, we don't know. Like, he could retire. He, he legitimately could. Or he could be back in, you know, five weeks and be like, I'm good. I'm ready to go. Who knows? It could be next season. We don't know that. But when you look at, like, just Calvin Ridley, and, you know, we'll talk about the trade in a little bit. But, like, do you do you have, like, how do you, how does this impact how you view him from a trade perspective and a player perspective? Or does I, it change anything? I think it does, yes. I So, if you ever have met the health, you know, issues call me call me talk to somebody like i just want to preface that but i think he's done this is andrew luck 2.0 you think i think so yes i think he's okay. i think he's done he's cooked this is whatever it is they're the pressure that's put on these guys and we look at henry ruggs and just jesus christ what the fuck yeah and everything like this i mean ridley's doing it the right way yeah, you have a lot sure. of stress. You have a lot of shit that's going on with it. You're just gonna tell people I'm done with it. This is what it is, and I respect the shit out of that. And it's it's a it's a big balls thing to say mm-hmm. with it because there's so much negativity around. You're an athlete. You have the ability to 
have this platform and everything like that. You know, LeBron James has a big platform, but I, I give him credit. I do. Saying you have problems and saying you need you need time is a big piece. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I support Ridley in every aspect. Every aspect. Agreed. Um, I'm a little more optimistic. I, you know, I like to be glass half full. I, I think he'll come back. I think you know the fact that he's you know been forthright with this and get it out there. I, you know, I choose to believe that he'll come back, and I think he's going to be the superstar that he's shown to be, and hopefully, you know, in a great mental state. But I will say, I, I don't think he comes back this year. I no. think this yep. is, you know, he's, year two and down the road. Yep, I think sometime, you know, next year, hopefully in the off season, we hear that he's practicing or something like that. But that's that's my expectation for it. And but I think, you know. You could be right. I mean, he could retire for sure. Um, hopefully not. He's a talented individual. And Extremely. I mean, 26 years old, he's, he, I mean, he lit up the Falcons offense last year. He yeah. made Matt Ryan probably the, he might be better than Julio Jones in that Matt Ryan offense. And to watch him walk away is a, is a tough thing to swallow. But I, like I said, I support and love all the shit you got to do around being mentally healthy. I agree with that. I do not agree with you saying better than Julio <laughs> Jones. I know. But I, I hear we'll, that coming. Yep. We'll, we'll let sleeping dogs lie. Um, you mentioned Henry Ruggs. I mean, this was just it continues to be an insane week of player news and developments. I mean, just this is depressing. I mean, oh, what so was it? Tuesday yeah. morning, he yep. at four o'clock, four a.m. in the morning, he drove, crashed his car, killed a woman a, you know 24 year old like probably younger than everyone in this league um her dog like just awful you can read about it online we don't need to go into those details but henry ruggs has been released he's not with the raiders anymore um you read the headlines it seems like he's not even going to be playing or he, it, it seems like it's a foregone conclusion he's going to be in jail i mean we we don't need to devote too much time to this but you know what the fuck Sending all the positive vibes, and I, I'm not a religious person, but all the prayers in the entire world to the woman and her dog and the family that exists. That's yeah. uh, unbelievable. I mean, we've talked about this is this is arrogance, 100. Yeah. percent This is just sad and lonely. You make millions of dollars to pay somebody to, that could pay that could literally drive you around, and you choose to make a bad life decision. I thoughts and prayers. Fuck Henry Ruggs. I am anybody that defends him. I'm, I'm a completely against. You made a bad life decision. You deserve the fate that's coming to you. Thoughts and prayers. All right. Time to be awful person game. If you have to pick one person that is in the NFL in the future, who are you taking? Henry Ruggs or John Gruden? John Gruden. Fuck Henry okay. Ruggs. I like. Let's move on. You you literally killed somebody because you were a fucking asshole. And you were twice the limit. Yeah, I'm. Yep. Fuck. Yes. I'm sorry. Yep. Good. Uh, nope. I, I agree. All right. Let's move on to just this file this into like the wacky column. Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> he tested <sighs> positive for COVID. And uh, even though everyone thought it was, and he seemed to heavily imply that he was vaccinated, it appears he's not <laughs> because he underwent a holistic. <laughs> immunization treatment 
you know, you have people that are against the vaccine. You know, we don't need to open that can oh, of worms no. because of whatever. But God bless Aaron Rodgers for, you know, shoving like mercury rocks or kale or something all over his body to treat this. Um, Shailene Woodley, you know, has got to have a strong influence on this man's life. And, you know, she's cute. I guess whatever it takes, right? Um, what the fuck? Like, he's already rolled out for the Kansas City Chiefs game and in great matchup. You know, it would have been a marquee game. Um, now it's going to be the Jordan Love show. Um <laughs> Does this impact Aaron oh, Rodgers at all man. for the rest of the season in your eyes? So my question, I just want to start with this. Who's yeah. hotter, Woodley or Danica Patrick? Uh, Woodley. Uh, I went Danica. That uh, Okay, so we're going to start there. Aaron Rodgers is a fucking moron. Like, I, yeah. your immunization, and I have massive air quotes on my drunk side of the microphone right here. Mm-hmm. You're a fucking stupid ass dipshit for this like you you have this all laid out in front of you yeah like it's like it's it's not like oh like okay immunization versus vaccinated like are you fucking stupid (laughs) and i mean thank god i traded for jordan love like yeah two weeks of i'm he's not coming back for the seattle game it's not possible it's not no i don't even know the rules okay 10 10 days 10 days period because he tested positive right now. He can't come back until Monday uh, and then they play Sunday. Like this is fucking great. Wow. I, I get to live the fucking dream for two weeks yeah. and see what Jordan love is made of. And if I made a great decision or a bad life decision, I'm all in, but dear Christ, I, I okay. John wick, you were great for Halloween <laughs> and everything like that. You were great outside of week one. You have got to be the fucking stupidest human on the on the planet your immunization over vaccinated like how fucking dumb can you be aaron Rodgers, sell them get rid of them i'm done with it yep okay interesting okay yep. i mean so aaron Rodgers. obviously we we know your very strong opinions on it um how much if at all does this impact guys like Devonte adams aaron jones um we didn't you know we're not going to talk about it bobby tunyon's out for the year oh, i mean is there bobby anyone else Tunyon, that can yeah. Maybe be the third guy, or are those the only two guys you really care about right now for the Packers? Aaron Jones is an uptick, hundred thousand percent. His he's an uptick. So is so is uh, Dylan, uptick. Oh. Adams and God, oh, rip Bob Tunyon. That sucks. That was a big one. Downtick. Yeah. With it, same thing with Randall Cobb, Alan Lazard, anybody in that receiving core. If mm-hmm. you're not a running back, you're you're done. I'm sorry. It's all all. Sell it. Yep. If you had to, so where would you place Devonte Adams? I mean, is he still a top ten wide receiver? Is he a top 15. twenty? Is he worse? Top 15. 15. Fifteen. Okay. He's still going to be his target share. He's going to yep. be. I mean, it's it's not like Jordan Love's going to go. All right, so I'm going to throw to everybody else. He's going to get his target share. Yeah. But I think it's going to be like you expect with any incoming quarterback that's not the main guy he's going to explore the other options and go through his reads and not force the ball to the number one guy yeah i mean they just don't have anyone else i i think i would say small drop off with Devonte adams he goes from a insta top three no-brainer start to probably top 10 for these next two games aaron jones i'm kind of with you i think he stays the same maybe a slight uptick um he's you know he was a top 10 guy now he's maybe top five um but yeah, no one else on this lineup yep. for the time being. I mean, 
Oh, I did not know that he was going to be out the Seattle game. That's that's rough. Ten days. Yep. It's it's because he's immunization versus vaccinated. It's all that fucking stupid shit. Yep. He's yeah. done. What will the NFL news bring us tomorrow? I, I mean, it was so bad. You have Rodgers versus Mahomes and then mm-hmm. Rodgers versus Wilson. And now everything's Geno Smith versus fucking Jordan Love. How exciting of a game is that in primetime? Well, there's a chance that Russell Wilson supposedly is going to be back. The, he took the pins out. I Fuck. There's no way, right? Ah, uh, Russell Wilson's kind of a machine with the stuff. <sighs> okay, we'll, we'll call it the city split on that, but I'm... There's no, I, I don't think it's possible. All right. I, yep. I'm going to be optimistic, mostly because I don't want to start. Ball. I don't want to start Geno Smith anymore. Than I, I nobody, have nobody wants to start Geno Smith or DK or Tyler Lockett or Will of Dissel and uh, fucking everybody else that's part of it. Nobody likes that offense right now. I want to start TJ Hushmasada. <laughs> fucking Joe Burrow for life. Absolutely. <laughs> um, all right. Last I mean, trade? Yeah, let's let's talk about trades. We've got three that went down since our last podcast. Uh, the first one involves Kevin and Zane. And Kevin sends Odell Beckham Jr. And Zane sends Van Jefferson. Mr. Dan, what are your thoughts? Odell Beckham Jr., you can sign, seal, and deliver. He's fucking washed up as all shit. I love this Van Jefferson. At, uh, that, I'm going to leave it at that. Okay. Jefferson I, over Beckham. Done. Period. Eh, I I disagree. I think okay. Odell Beckham Jr. I think he's definitely, I mean, it seems like he might not play another game for the Cleveland Browns. I mean, shit's going a little crazy off the walls as Antonio Brown side is coming out, whatever you want to say. But I think he still has talent. Um, is he a top 10 guy? No. Is he top 20, top 30? I, I think he can be. I think, you know, this Browns offense and, you know, Baker Mayfield, it's just, it's not conducive to support anyone besides the running backs, unfortunately. Maybe that'll change, but I just don't see it right now changing. And, you know, Odell Beckham Jr. has kind of been a victim of that. Um, maybe he hasn't gone around it the right way, but it is what it is. Van Jefferson, I think he's a classic tale of a better real-life player than a fantasy player. Um, I think he's just destined, kind of bound to be a wide receiver three. Um, and those guys just, it's really hard to ever be relevant. Um, for Kevin, this just kind of screamed that you wanted to be off the Odell Beckham Jr. trade. Um, and fine, I guess, but I don't think you got great value here. I think for Zane, you traded nothing basically for someone that has a chance to be something. I love it. I think it's a great trade for Zane. Yeah. I, yeah. It's hard to argue. I like, I like getting Van Jefferson. I, okay. I, I mean, like, I mean, disagree on this, but no, I think that comes washed up. I think if he plays on another team, we're, we're a different story, but he's really been shit on Cleveland. Nope. That's, I will 100% agree with that. And I'm banking at this point that he goes somewhere else. Um, yeah. And I don't know if it'll be this year. I don't know if they'll release him or if they'll wait till the offseason. I don't know how that all works, but I think he'll go somewhere else and we'll see uh, a lot more pr- productivity. Do you know is that contract year wise or no? Um, I I know they have like an out, whatever the fuck that means, net this off season. Um, okay. but that's the extent of it. I would have to pull up a sport track and see, but that's that's all I got. 
so last question I'll ask you is if yeah. you choose to do that or not, is where is Odell Beckham Jr.'s ideal landing spot then? Ideal landing spot. I mean, that's a great question. I mean, an ideal landing spot. I mean, I mean, in an ideal world, he would get released now and he would sign with like the Green Bay Packers. Yeah. And, you know, be the number two and just light the world on fire. Um, I mean, you want to know, actually, I think a real great landing spot this offseason. I think it, you know, I think you would love this. The Buffalo Bills. Yeah. The Buffalo. Depending on how like yeah. the season shakes out, like, you know, they're definitely Super Bowl favorites. But if not, I think I could see them double down and just going all in. You know, Emmanuel Sanders, Cole Beasley, Gabriel Davis, Dawson Knox, they're all fine players. But I think it, Odell Beckham Jr. next to someone like Stefan Diggs, like, that's just, that's, that's awesome. Yep. So I, that, that's probably my dream spot. Um, if not that, maybe like a team. I mean, hell, the Kansas City Chiefs could use another pass catcher. Um, I think there's a lot of fits out there. I think it'll depend on how Odell views himself. He could be, you know, we could see like a situation like Antonio Brown, like, you know, this kind of writes itself. But if he's going to sign for cheap, this could open the door for a lot of contenders to sign him. And we could see him rebound and just being a perfect fit. Um, So I think the Bills, though, would be my dream call for him. For me, it's the it's the Las Vegas Raiders with with rugs going out. I, I mean, yeah. it makes sense in that offense. It's a big player. It's a big guy. So he's really got to follow in the Antonio Brown. He's <laughs> I, I like, mean, yes, one hundred percent coach that he can just call a cracker. Who do they even yeah. have right now? <laughs> but I, I, I like him in the Vegas coach. offense. I think it's a yeah. it's a good fit. But it it won't happen. Same thing with Green Bay. They don't have the cap space. They don't have a lot of these things. But I mean, it's fun to think about. It is. Um, yeah, no, it definitely is. And um, I'm just curious if he's going to get released this year. And that could be, you know, mm-hmm. quite the, you know, bomb, you know, that could change the landscape of the NFL, yep. maybe. Yep. Um, let's right. move on to a, this trade's a little bit more uneventful. Um, we saw it go down three times in the league. Uh, it involved Nick Ruth and Kevin. Nick sent Cedric Wilson, wide receiver for the Dallas Cowboys, and Kevin sent a 2022 third-round draft pick. Dan, what are your thoughts? It's a guy past the bye. Sign me up. I The Dallas offense have been, has been dynamic. It's been explosive. It's been spread out. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been as high as 18 points, as low as 4.5. Um I'm okay with this. I I like this for you get a pick in next year's draft. Again, we value third round picks, and this is uh, Ruth's third Ruth. Oh, sorry, small pause. Ruth's third round pick. So it's gonna no. be early. Um, what? no, I believe this is. Hold up. Okay. Yep. Small pause. Oh, it's from it's from Kevin. Sorry. It's no, Kevin. It's, it's it's Stefan. So it's probably gonna be extremely late. I fucking. I hate my the fact that I can't pull shit up in my life. Half um, credit. Yep, half credit. Thank you. I appreciate the little bit of respect that I get on this life. Uh, I, I like it for Kevin. I like that he gets Cedric Wilson. I really do. It's a guy that's going to produce. Yeah, I disagree. I think, you know, we're going to see Gallup return soon. I think Cedric Wilson's just a dude. I don't think he's going to be anything special. Um, he's not going to be someone that you're confident in starting. He might have big weeks, but he's going to also have crappy weeks. 
Um, for the third round pick, and especially Stefan's, it's going to be late. I think it's fine. It's an okay cost to play. I would rather roll the dice on a lotto ticket in the third round than a player that I just, I really just don't see being anything. But, you know, I could be wrong. I'm a dude. You're a dude. We're all dudes. Like, I, you really got to kill the reference going on right now. Yeah. Movie reference? What do you got? Uh, Good Burger. Good Burger. Uh, welcome to Good Burger, home of the Good Burger. Can take your order? Yeah, I'll take you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I love it. All right. Last trade, and Kevin was involved in all three of these deals. So if you want to make a deal, you really got to hit Kevin up. Um, this one was Kevin and Armand. And Dan, you kind of alluded to this one earlier, but Kevin sent Calvin Ridley and Devontae Booker, and Armand sent Michael Carter, a 2023 second-round draft pick, that is Armand's, and Nico Collins. Dan, what are your thoughts? So Nico Collins is a guy that, like, I is relevant in this in my mind in this trade. But let's let's talk about Michael Carter. Like, let's talk about Michael he's Carter. been unbelievable. Slow start, mm-hmm. really taking over the backfield. He dropped thirty-two points last week. Thirty-two points. That's insane. He has a very favorable matchup against Indianapolis. He plays a rough matchup against Buffalo. Goes favorable against Miami. Best matchup against Houston. Rough matchup against Philly. But he finishes in the playoff weeks. Saints, Miami, Jacksonville, Tampa Bay. Uh, The Tampa Bay one's rough in the the championship one. Mm -hmm. I'm a Carter buyer. I, I really am. I like Michael Carter. Go ahead. I I like Michael Carter. Yeah, I mean, he's just so hard because I think this Jets offense has been interesting. We've seen with, um, you know, the new quarterback taking over, Mr. Um, I'm blanking on his name, Mike White. Um, A lot of checkdowns. I mean, the last two weeks, Michael Carter has gotten over. Let's see how I have to get this exact number right. 70 points in PPR. He's gotten 23 targets the last two weeks, 17 receptions. I mean, he's obviously a good receiving back, but I think, you know, there's been a lot of injuries, you know, Corey Davis, um, you know, Jamison Crowder, like some of these wide receivers have been out. Um, I don't know. I think he's a solid player and, um, you know, a good piece to have, you know, an interesting rookie, but I think he's benefiting from being on a, just to be blunt, like a shitty team, um, especially with injuries and just not a lot of talent around him. And I'm just not sure that he's going to be more than a flex option. Um, but, you know, Calvin Ridley's kind of the interesting guy here. You know, you are in the section that says maybe this is it. I'm a little more optimistic with him, but even still, like we're talking about next year, um, I mean, I think this is a trade that's kind of fair for both sides. I mean, for Armand, I think this is selling high on Michael Carter, and I'm completely okay with that. Um, on the flip side, I mean, the tr- I'm not a huge believer in Armand's team, so I think this 23 second-round pick could be high, and I'm pretty high on that draft class. Um, but Armand probably doesn't care because that player's doing trig right now or something, so whatever. Um, Calvin Ridley, though, in insane talent. And 
two weeks ago, Kevin would have laughed at this offer. But here we are. Um, and Kevin wants to win. And I think, you know, Michael Carter could help him with that. So I don't hate it for either side. But I think Armand could maybe benefit it more in the long run. I don't know. Flip a coin yeah. with that. Yeah, I mean, for me, it's the other way around. I th- I like the Carter play yeah. in the short term. I yeah. like I, I it, the un, unforeseeable future for a guy that deals with mental problems. Yeah, is it it's it's so bipolar. It could mm-hmm. be it could be Andrew Luck or it could be anti Andrew Luck. And hey, you need a little time off. We're back. We're good. Or it's I'm just fucking done with it. It's you you really had your bets here. I think this is a, yeah. It's a risky play. I I mean, obviously we never wish injury upon anybody mental health like it's all good i want kevin really to do what's best for him <sighs> i don't know i like i like carter better than this uh, i mean it's it's totally fair i mean at the end of the day he's you know he's been very impressive these last two weeks so he has clearly the potential to get to that point i just don't think it's sustainable but um you know I could definitely be wrong and just Ridley's just so hard to project right now. Like it's, it's uncharted territories. Like there's anyone that says they know how this is going to play out as a liar. Like there's no way of knowing this. He could be back next week. Like, I I don't think that's going to happen, but he could, or he could retire. Um, We don't really know. Um, I don't even think it's been publicized. If like there's, you know, something or what maybe is going on. If, you know, there's something specific, who knows, um, but yeah, it's, it's kind of a perfect storm. I mean, I'm all, I'm usually the main reason I like it more for Armand than Kevin is just because I'm a big believer in, you know, trying to, you know, buy low and capitalize on a, you know, a talent that's maybe a little bit undervalued for whatever reason that is. And Calvin Ridley, if he comes back, you know, he's going to be penciled in right at like a top 15 wide receiver and you know, unless Michael Carter is like a legit running back, this is a very cheap price to pay for a guy like that. I agree. All right. All right. All right. Let's talk about the Avengers division. And, you know, so before this season started, I think we thought like the six playoff spots were going to easily be determined. And in the, you know, uh, DC division um, or excuse me the Justice League division um, it's kind of held true like the three teams I mean even though Adam's trying in his hardest to piss, eight fucking to piss this one away oh and god your team's, it's so bad and your team's being a little feisty yep, feisty but for right now I think we feel pretty strongly that Stefan, Kevin and Adam are going to make yep. the playoffs Agreed. when we look in the Avengers division though outside of Nick Roos team it is not going to according to plan. Um, you know, Zane and myself being like one, two in the division. I don't think that's a, a complete shock. We're both battling our injury bugs, yep. but Armand or I'm 13 and three Zane's 12 and four. Armand is the third seat right now at 10 and six. Sam is right behind him at nine and seven. And Jerry is lingering at eight and eight. You know, it's a two game difference that separates the you know Jerry the fifth seed from the third seed Sam's a game back, um, you know how you are you feeling about this uh, division from the outside? I mean, you know, just as your outsider opinion, Dan. How how are you feeling? I always like 
kind of seeing that uh, side of the, or point of view. This is the week where matchups matter. This is the extra week in the entire season. This is the do you draw? Do you have the luck of the draw? So Jerry draws me. It. it I mean, for Jerry, you can't ask for much more. No, that was I mean, the, that yeah. was the favorable matchup out of any team that missed the playoffs um, in the Avengers division. Who would get the Dan draw? Yep. And just because of how we did it, you know, do you? Yeah, uh, Jerry has the advantage right now. Armand takes on uh, or Kevin, and uh, I mean, yes, King Henry goes down. Rip, mm-hmm. R.I.P. Kevin's team is still a, good. He's dropped eight, eight straight, eight straight. That's you can't feel fucking good about that, right? Oh, well, that's, I'm sorry, that's Adam. Adam. Yep, not Armand, but Armand draws you. Nope, Armand draws Kevin. Kevin, no, Jesus Christ! I, will, I, my fucking shit's backwards is all shit. God bless Tito's and their ability to sponsor this post-World Series. Okay, we're good. Yep. Deep so, breaths. I, yep. mean, I apologize. Adam, Adam draws you. Armand draws Kevin. Yeah. That's not good either way. It's not good. No, I mean, for... But then, on the flip side, let's talk about Sam. Sam draws... Sam. Oh, so Stephen. good. Oh. Like oh, that? No. Not good at all. I mean, no. right now, Jerry, by far, has the advantage this yes, week. Yes, correct. Um, but you know, Jerry right now is two games back on Armand, a game behind Sam. Um, I guess for starters, let's get it out of the way. Like, do you think myself and Zane, are we, how are you feeling about our chances to get into the playoffs? You got to feel good. You really have to feel good with the division lead. You know, I mean, you're three games up on third two games up for zane on second mm-hmm. you feel good you have a lead and having a lead is better than not having a lead yeah so i'm gonna say your one two is pretty much locked in it's three through five that really gets foggy for me oh big time not as foggy as you are right now, but pretty damn close. <laughs> I appreciate the fact that this is probably the worst I've been since 2020. Hey, you earned it after the fucking those. Oh, let's Braves. go fucking Braves. Yes. All well, right, I now. mean, so it's let's. OK, so Jerry right now is eight and eight. He's the, you know, he gets the advantage this yep. week, but he still has an uphill battle. Yep. When we look at Jerry's team and kind of the moves that he made, I mean. He, he's definitely, you know, moves have paid off. You know, you look at my trade with him, you know, Robert Woods and uh, Darrell Henderson has been a blessing for sure. Leonard Fournette um, has been a revelation. You know, James Robinson has been great. You know, we'll see how his injuries are. Um, The quarterback dealings have been a mixed bag. I mean, Jalen Hurts has been what we've expected. Sam Darnold trade, not great. Zach Wilson wasn't really a trade, but he's been a, a rookie let's we'll leave it at that um you know kyle pitts again he's been we've seen the highest of highs and we've seen some lows um he's an inconsistent tight end but you know he'll get there um when you look at kind of jerry's team is there a move to make i mean is this kind of a holding pattern because jerry's one of the few teams that are you know that's contending i use that in quotes but he still has draft picks if he wants to trade it um, you know, what if your Jerry is the what's the plan or is there a plan right now? Uh, the Melvin Gordon piece is 
to me the most interesting piece because we don't know what his future lies. We don't know yeah. where he sits in that offense. I feel like you package Melvin Gordon some future picks for a guy that you know is going to perform. So I, I think that's where the big win for me is, and Melvin Gordon at a piece. Okay. You? I mean, where are you at? I mean, I think if there's any trade that Jerry makes, if he can make a trade, I don't know. But I think the quarterback position. I mean, Darnold, unfortunately, I think it was a swing and a miss. You know, Zach Wilson, I think I like him long term, but I don't know if he's going to do much this season. So I think the question is, like, is there a, you know, rebuilding or is there a cheap quarterback option that he can get that can help him? And, you know, unfortunately, nothing sticks out entirely right now in terms of options. I mean, Kevin's probably Kevin's an intriguing option um, just because he's got Stafford, Tannehill, Derek Carr and Roethlisberger. I mean, four guys. I mean, Carr would be nice. I mean, I don't know what Jerry could offer, but I think if if Jerry upgrades any position, he wants to upgrade his quarterback Um, where that comes from. It's easier said than done. We know how hard quarterbacks are, but that's kind of the the piece because Everywhere else, I mean, he's got great options. You know, he's got solid depth. Um, that so that's that's where I look at it, and I see, you know, can can that position get addressed, or can he find a band aid that could help him get to the playoffs? Um, because I think if he does, I think if if you added, you know, if you just added Derek Carr to his lineup and ignored and say he just did draft picks, I think Jerry makes the playoffs. I'll say that right now. It's hard to go against that. It really is. I mean, that's a very convincing argument. It's, yeah, I, you're right. I'm, I, I'm all in. Yep. All right. So we talked about the fifth seed. Let's move up to the fourth seed. And that is, you know, Sam. Sam has been, I think on paper, he might be the most talented team, not just among the teams, you know, Jerry, Armand, Tim. I think even if you factor in Zane and myself, um, but there's been a lot of injuries. You know, Christian McCaffrey. Uh, unfortunately, Ooh, the trade the yeah. trade is not planned out panned out as he would have hoped. Um, you know, AJ Brown started the year off slow, but he is coming on like a freight train of late. Um, Antonio Brown, similar boat is or kind of opposite. He started off very well, but he's been injured the last few weeks. Um, tight ends, he's managed, but I don't think Sam feels great about where he's sitting. Quarterbacks is kind of similar to Jerry. I mean, I think Joe Burrow, he feels pretty good about his as his first quarterback. But, you know, the Trey Lance, Justin Fields hasn't been an ideal quarterback to option. Um, Maybe that'll change as the season progresses. I mean, I think for Sam, when I look at it, like it's can he just get healthy? You know, can Christian McCaffrey come back? Can we see, you know, Alvin Kamara being utilized? Can we see, you know. A.J. Brown and C.D. Lamb and then maybe Antonio Brown keep this up. Jerry Judy get more involved. Um, if there's a move to make for Sam, it's tight end for sure, I think. Um, I, I, I think you spot on that. Justin Fields has been as expected, mm-hmm. but it's – what are you other Euro player guys? Chubb Hubbard's taking a backseat to Christian McCaffrey. Kamara's yep. been his. Joe Burrow's been him. Brown Lamb, they've what we expected, and Uzoma has been there. So it's it it's what 
what can you get out of the guys you expect? I, I'm yeah. sorry, I'm a little, a little intoxicated. It's, I finished my sixth drink. I'm, yep, it's rough right now. We, I'm in. We I'm appreciate in. your commitment. I'm in. I, yep, I'm all the in. League, the league thanks you for your service. This is where you, how far into this, if you realize that I'm drinking. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm all in. Yep. So, okay, hypothetical. Yep. Jerry adds Derek Carr for fun. Sam adds, I don't know, Dallas Goddard yeah, at his tight end. Doesn't matter. Who who do you think is the stronger, or who, who would you pick to make the playoffs? Sam or Jerry? Jerry. Okay. All right. With that said, let's move on to Armand, because right now, if the, if the season ended right now, Armand is in the playoffs. He has the lead. But, I mean, I think when you look at Armand's team, it feels a little smoke and mirrors. Um, you know, Dak Prescott, he traded for, has been, you know, great. Tua's been inconsistent a little bit, but I think he's come on of late. You know, Daniel Jones, I don't know if he's necessarily panned out as he would have hoped. Um, when you look at just Armand's team, though, it starts, it, it's Saquon Barkley. Like, yep. this team just doesn't work with Saquon Barkley not no. being healthy. And unfortunately, that's, you know, kind of been the case all year. Um, it's now, I mean, he had the ankle injury, but now it seems like he has a COVID issue going on. Um, we'll see if he's able to play this week. It's not looking great. Um, the wide receivers are strong. I mean, Terry McLaurin's solid. You know, Chris Godwin's been good. Cortland Sutton's been all right. Corey Davis has been all right. You know, Kelvin Ridley, we're not expecting anything this year, but if he comes back, you know, he should be solid. Um, tight ends, I mean, Mike Kosicki's been solid. Um, it's really just... I said a lot of solid pieces. If you have everywhere solid, you usually need one piece, one piece to be elite, and that's Saquon Barkley. So, I mean, I just our Armand's team right now is just kind of hinging on the back of Barkley right now. Solid is great. Elite is better. Yeah, I'll take I'll take Kevin every day. It's it sucks that you have to worry about injuries, yeah, COVID, all the other shit that goes with it. I'm no, not gonna happen, Kevin. All day, every day. Kevin's just gonna doesn't matter yep. who makes the it playoffs. Does, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter. Nope, doesn't matter. Kevin, I'm a thump it to the end of the earth. I mean, you and I know our little secret, but Kevin to the end of the earth. Yes. All right. I mean, just to wrap it up with Armand, I think Armand's team. You know, if he makes a move, I think he needs another running back. Um, yep. and you know, especially after trading Carter. If he wants to make the playoffs, that's that's the piece. Um, he's got a great wide receiver core. His quarterbacks are solid, tight end solid, running backs the issue. Um, can he address that? Um, maybe. Um, if he added um, a top twenty running back, I don't know. You know, I don't know if he can do that. Unfortunately, without really impacting his team, um, but maybe he can get like you know if he would have added someone like Leonard Fournette, like instead of Jerry. Um, you know, he'd be, he'd be sitting in a really great spot right now. Um, but Armand, I think is, will be interesting to watch, you know, if he can, if there's a deal out there to be had and he can pull it off. Um, I think that would make it very interesting, but as it stands, I, I think he's going to fall behind and I actually think Armand's going to end up finishing, finishing fifth in this division. Yep. Um, all right. So you have to pick. It sounds like you got myself and Zane in the playoffs right now. Who's Correct. your third seed? Jerry or uh, Sam? Give me Jerry. I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. I play the homer. I'll I'll play the homer. 
the old man. I'll take Jerry. All right, I will be a homer too. I will take Sam, but I think it's going to be close, and I think okay. these yep. two are going to come down. I think it it'll it'll come down to who gets uh, quote unquote lucky, whether it's with injuries or a trade. You know who who seasons break breaks a little bit better for them because you know unfortunately that's you know fantasy at the end of the day. Yep. Um, you need a little bit of luck. I agree. Jerry right. is playing Melvin Gordon, Daryl Henderson. Kyle Pitts and Jalen Waddle. I mean, those are one, two year guys that you have to hope perform in the ideal matchups. And that's what you want to. And Jerry gets the benefit of playing me. I it think helps that's this week for yeah, sure. Oh, it's huge. Yes, absolutely. All right. Well, let's 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 jump into those matchups. Um looking at week or right now with uh the, the, the matchup breakdown. Um I'm up one game, 33 to nine, near 32 to 10. Um, I've made my picks ahead of time. We're going to quickly kind of go through each matchup and make our picks. And let's, you know, just start with, we kind of mentioned it, you know, you take it on Jerry. Um, I mean, it doesn't really feel like there's much of a chance for you this no, week. I'm, I'm a layup. It's, uh, I hope guys that perform, perform, but I'm, it's not great. It's, I, yeah. Uh, I'm all out, hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, you obviously have Josh Allen, and he's got a great matchup. Um, and I think you know we've seen some wide receivers for your team be solid. Um, you know, Pittman, Claypool, Boyd. Seems like Gallup might be back, but you know that's really it. Um, Jerry's team, he's just got a bunch of solid guys. Um, it'll be interesting to see if. Darnold goes if he doesn't mm-hmm. you know Jerry might have to do the good old one QB lineup um, which isn't ideal but he's got some options to fill that hole um, I'm gonna go with Jerry yep I Jerry 100% yes I I'll play against myself okay um, all right let's move on to Zane taking on Steve um, this should be a slaughter of epic proportions I'm thinking slaughter yes Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, the, you know, interesting thing when you look at um, Zane's team, um, you know, we didn't really talk about it, but Winston tore his ACL. Um, so, it seems like Taysom Hill is going to be the next man up, um, provided he's healthy. And Zane has him. So Zane right now finds him in a spot. Like You want to talk about a quarterback? Actually, Taysom Hill is the perfect target for Jerry. I have no idea what it would cost, but if I'm Jerry, I am texting Zane and being like, what do you want for Taysom Hill? Um, that is that is the no-brainer trade if I'm Jerry um, because he's a poor man's, whatever you want to say, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Kyle Murley, whatever. Like, he's a rushing guy. It's going to be ugly, but he's going to get you 20 points one way or the other. Um, and um, for Zane, that's a luxury. Um, but I think for teams that are maybe quarterback needy, I would be hitting Zane up. Um I'm not even really going to talk about Steve's team because it's ugly. Um, you know, the this is like the seventh most important thing, but Michael Thomas is not playing this year. It's been ruled out. Um, so there's not even that on the horizon for Steve. Um, yeah, I'm taking Zane. Is there anything yeah, you would like to no, add, I, Dan? I hate Taysom Hill. Zane, done. You hate, you I, hate I, Taysom? I, oh, I fucking hate Taysom Hill. Yes, period. Donzo. Would you like to... Would you like to uh, explain why? No, I, he's a fucking asshat, and I'm fucking done with him. 
Okay. Play one that. position, motherfucker. Play one position. Yep, I'm done. All right. Let's move on and let's talk about um, Nick Ruth taking on Chris. Um, interesting matchup because when you look at um, Nick's team, his team sucks. Um, and Chris's team sucks. But Chris's team, I mean, Jamar Chase and... More, yeah. Well, I but he's kind of had s- some sneaky production this year. I mean, Jamar Chase has obviously been Jamar Chase. Hollywood Brown has been great. Kadarius Tony has we've seen some flashes. Uh, Tim Patrick. Recent tweets, no, his tweets are no good. Yeah, no, he's he's a crazy boy. Um, but I mean, Nick's team is it that much better? I mean, he's obviously got the quarterback advantage with Lawrence and Herbert, but. TJ Moore hasn't been great. I mean, I don't know. This is a tough matchup, I think. I, um, it's I have, not great, yeah. I have my pick made. I'm curious who you're going with. So I'll take Ruth. And I'm, it's good. Uh, I mean, go ahead and go the other way, yes. Chris gets his first win of the year. No. Nope. I'm going with Chris. No Bob Tanyan. Jamar Chase is the, is the X factor. It's, yeah. Does that happen? Chris Tyler, is Owen sixteen. Yeah, uh, he's got Boston Scott, and if we know anything about the Philadelphia offense, it's nobody likes Miles Sanders. Mm-hmm. So anybody that's not named Miles Sanders is in. I I'm no Ruth. Yep. As it stands right now, Chris's two best running backs are probably Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, Kalen Balage and Benny Snell Jr. So I don't feel confident with this pick, but I'm. This is where I make up my game. This is where I make up my game. Yep, I'm in. Mm -hmm. All right. Now we get to kind of some better matchups, quote unquote better. Um, Kevin's taken on Armand this week. Um, And, you know, you hate to say anything's a must win, but Armand doesn't want to lose any ground. Um, But Kevin, you know, even without Derrick Henry, Still has a very strong team. You know, he's got well-rounded players. Um, It'll be interesting. I mean, we talked about Aaron Rodgers this week not playing. You know, Kevin has Aaron Jones, Devontae Adams. Um, How how are you feeling about this one? I'll take Kevin all day, every day. Jones is going to get a big uptick. Kelsey's going to get an uptick. Adams is going to get... Adams is the rough one. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you'll see it, but it's the best thing that that Jordan Love can throw to. I'll take Adam. Dies. I take Kevin. Yeah. I mean, it's Kevin. Yep. Yeah. Armand just unfortunately has, I, I mean, thankfully he got Devonte Booker. So if Barkley is out, that's that helps him, but uh, it's hard to bet against Kevin. I, I don't see it. It's difficult to see a way for Armand to win this week. I agree. All right, um, let's, before we hit our matchup of the week, we're going to look at my matchup versus Adam. Adam started off 8-0, and now he's 8-8. Oh, 8-8, eight eight. Eight it's so bad. Yeah, that it is. Um, when we look at Adam's team, I mean, it's... Patrick Mahomes, are you concerned at all? Yes, 100%, 1,000% correct, yes. I'm concerned. How concerned? Like... like- Zero to one hundred. Yeah, ninety nine point six percent because that's six ninety reversed. Ninety nine point six. 
That's I'm concerned. Yeah, I can tell. I mean, I'd be concerned, but I don't know if I'd go that high. I think this is something that I'll pass. I think right now the team's just in its own head. And I don't know if this is the week for them to get right against the Packers and Jordan Love, but maybe. Um, I So matchup-wise? Yeah, I mean, you, where are you going with me are or are you going with Adam? No, you, 100%. I don't think it's the play. I think the Green Bay Kansas City matchups is a sixty-three point point score. Mm-hmm. Points everywhere. No, give me you. I'm all in. Yeah, I'm a little just worried. With I mean, I, Kyler Murray, I think is going to play, but we'll see. If Murray doesn't play, I'm not going to have a quarterback. Um, but you know, it's nice. He's going to play. Yep. Yeah. He's I'm going with play. I'm going with Adam. I I don't feel All great. Right, I'm making up a game. Let's go. I'm making up a game. <laughs> All right. Let's before you get to bed. Oh, it's bad. Yes, I know. Matchup of the no no no. You're good. Matchup of the week. Sam versus Stefan. You know, Sam definitely drew the short straw. Um, he's got the, the most short. difficult matchup. You know, going up against you know Stefan isn't great. Um, if there is a saving grace for Sam. He doesn't have to go up against Mr. Tom Brady, um, so that's very beneficial. Um, on the flip side, though, for Sam, it doesn't seem, it doesn't sound like Christian McCaffrey is going to be back this week. No, it, um, so it, that's it, that's not ideal. Um, but yeah, chime on in. He got activated. I'll, I'll give that. He got activated off of IR tonight. Yeah. So that's encouraging, but you're training Chuba versus Christian. Yeah, but you're starting Justin, Justin Fields against Pittsburgh, and you don't feel good about that. I mm. like the one to play against the Jets. Yeah. I like Nash against Chicago, mixing it to Cleveland, Cup versus Tennessee. I, there's so much more that you get from Stefan's side of the lineup. Yeah, I'll take Stefan. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I think you got to go with Stefan. He's just got, um, you know, even with being down Tom Brady. And even, you know, his tight end isn't the best situation. He's just got, I mean, Cooper Cup and Debo Samuel. If you would have told me that these guys would be running away with just as such a dominant duo, I would have called you crazy. But here we are um, just straight up carrying Stefan's team. Um, for Sam, I think at this point, you know, you're not going to probably win this week but your goal is to just finish in the top six and i think he's got a chance to do that just because of the players that he has has a lot um, a pretty high ceiling um hopefully burrow has a big game and you know fields hopefully that was a sign of things to come what we saw last week against the 49ers it was nice seeing him have a productive game yeah and I, yeah it's hard to argue i i mean i've thumped cup from the beginning to the end he's the mvp right now he's the mvp Will he get over 2,000 yards receiving? Yes, yes, 100%. I'm, I'm banging on that right now, yes. Okay, all right. Well, Dan, anything you would like to finish up with this podcast? Oh, no, I, th- with- I, think, I'm, I think my tone and ability has been done with this, so we're gonna, I'm going to start this, and we'll let you finish it out. Well, Dan, it has been a pleasure. Thank you, as always, for joining me on these oh, crazy so bad crazy yes pod. so and bad yes it's good to be back and hopefully everyone enjoyed this 
podcast that is very much heavily sponsored by Cheetos. Oh, Until sorry. I, I love you all. Adios, everyone.